0: My heart skips skipping the beach and I'm close enough so that space between you and me let's lose it The way you're dancing sway into the music girl that body and how you move it every time you cross my mind girl I lose it Alexa play the country heat playlist Okay I don't think you know what you doing to me you got my- With Amazon Music a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs download the Amazon Music app today Welcome to the Tour Junkies Fantasy Golf Podcast presented by 18Birdies. This is the Northern Trust. Let's get to it. What's going on, golf addicts? This is the Northern Trust and uh, we've got an exciting podcast tonight presented by 18Birdies, the best golf app in the business right now. This podcast, I am joined in person, in the flesh, by DirecTV Perry, that's right, Pat's twin brother, Chris, and we've been a little trip around Planet Tito's in this episode, so forgive us, we tried our best, it's not our best work, but you know, we're sorry. It's the Northern Trust, we're doing our best, Pat's grumpy, it is what it is. So thanks for downloading the podcast, may your screens be green, here you go. What's going on, golf addicts? It is the Tour Junkies podcast. DB here, and I am staring at a gorgeous human being right now. Hey, Pat, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. I know I'm not right in front of you, though, so you yep, it's not you. me. It is Pat 2.0, DirecTV Perry, in the house, <laughs> live and in the flesh. What's up, dude? Back at it again. I believe the terminology is man yes yes i think that i I believe that would be accurate Uh, i teased it on instagram that chris would be chris talking about being a man dime well i mean some people just have it pat you either have it or you don't brooks kepka is a man dime chris perry is not Eh, he's like a man nine um I teased it, tease it today on Instagram, Chris. I am at Chris's house in lovely Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris has the smallest dog I've ever seen. This dog is the size of an iPhone 4. And it is, it is outside screaming. And Chris tells us before the show... <laughs> that our friend drew is gonna have to be on dog duty because they have owls and the owl could mistake the dog for some sort something of something to eat <laughs> wait so you so got he, some he You obviously got, failed you got somebody out there just just dealing with the dog while you're doing what this chris <laughs> yes our, our friend drew uh now Chris is concerned. Hold on, I'm looking at. I'm looking. At, oh, there she is. Okay, she's not been. She's not been picked up by the owl. Let me tell you this. Um, Let me tell you this, David. Before we. Okay, this is already <laughs> just starting in a just, just very a wayward fashion. But mm. I'm talking to Chris today, and somehow dog food comes up, and he <laughs> tells me all about how he they make this dog's food. Yes. Like, yes. Cut up chicken and green beans and all kinds of stuff, and they blend it. <laughs> and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? This is... You make your dogs food? Listen. Is that... I mean, so that's what 2.0s do, huh? You gotta... If, in order to be a 2.0, you gotta actually make You your, damn right. You damn right. That's what we do. Man, listen. I saw this firsthand today. I saw the dog food that he makes, and it is... I, in fact, the first thing I asked him is, "Did your dog throw up?" And this was actually before the dog. Would ate you the food. eat it? Did it smell? No, good? no, and I, no. Anyway, we're we're way off. But thank <laughs> God, Chris's dog did not get picked up by an owl. No, <laughs> I can I can uh, report that she is safe and sound. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I'm here with Chris, me and him, and we are we are on the phone with Pat. Um, Pat, we we wish you were here, man. The last time we were in this room, it was the PGA Championship recap at Quail Hollow last year, which was very memorable. Um, But we're ready to have a good show tonight. I think we start off with the Wyndham, because Pat, we had a fantastic week for the Wyndham, right? You had a good week. You want to tell us about your week, buddy? Did I? <laughs> did I have a good one? No, I was being sarcastic. Okay, because uh, I don't, I don't remember that. Now I think we had some great picks, and I didn't construct good lineups, but we did have some good picks. We did have some really nice picks. We picked twenty-five golfers. Six missed the cut. Five were in the top ten. Nine were in the top twenty-five. We did talk up Brandt Snedeker a good bit. Thought he was worth the play. I had lots of green screens. Um, we had loads of listener green screens. How about this? Our boy John, who won a hundred thousand dollars like three weeks ago, won another forty k this week. Props to that guy. Lots of green screens this week. We had emails, tweets, all kind of stuff. He emailed us wanting a hat. I'm not. Look, John, I love you, buddy, but I'm not sending you a hat. Okay. We're already I'm sending in, you a driver. I'm in charge of the freaking merch, and you're not getting a hat. Okay. Mm. If you want to get a hat, you can just meet us somewhere, and you know, next tournament we go to and buy us a beer, and then I'll get you a hat. Yeah. And by the way, if if you haven't already picked up on this, uh, if you've made it this far in the podcast, congratulations. But we have Grumpy Pat tonight. He's in <laughs> full effect, so I advise you to stay on the line. You know, keep keep listening because uh, it can only get better from here. But yeah, had lots of green screens. It was great to see lots of tweets. Thank you guys. Um, we had we had a great we had a great week. Snedeker, fifty nine does his thing. Blah blah blah. It's the Wyndham. Um, we do have an announcement to make. We did a native area interview this past week, and we're going to release that. Pretty sure we're going to release that at some point Wednesday or Thursday of this week. And it is with Joel Damon. If you don't know who Joel Damon is, you probably haven't been paying much attention to the PGA Tour lately, but he's been on an absolute tear, really, really on fire stretch here in the last few weeks. Um, played with Tiger at the Quicken Loans in, in one of the final groups over the weekend. His caddy, Gino Benelli, good friend of the podcast. Um, it's we, we had probably an hour-long conversation with Joel on Friday night, Pat, and it was hysterical like authentic very funny great stories from joel even if you don't know who he is you need to cue that up and get ready to listen to it when it drops because it's really good it's good stuff and it's just i mean basically it just it's gotta sound like now i haven't heard it even though i was actually going in but i haven't heard it and it's it's gotta sound like just three guys at a bar just chilling shooting the shit telling stories Love it. He gives us Ryder Cup picks. Um, we talk Tiger, all kind of good stuff. Did you have something to say, Chris? No, I don't. I wasn't on the interview. I know, but you looked <laughs> like you wanted to say something. Well, I think Joel Damon's a badass. Yeah, he pretty is. Pretty much, he's good. So. Um, Chris, did you know who Joel Damon was before the start of the season? <laughs> I did actually, and as a matter of fact, I think I brought him up as one of my picks on our podcast a few weeks ago when I uh, stood in for you. You probably did, because you were very well researched. Yeah. Well, I remember saying that I thought I was going to butcher his name, but Mm. I didn't. Yeah, you did. You actually did better than me on the name. But I'm pretty sure you didn't know who he was before the start of the season. Well, that is absolutely true. But he also had his little deal with, what's his name, Sun Kang, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I learned about that dude, and I thought he was pretty cool. Just, yeah it really speaks to the badassery that is joel damon well the whole deal i mean and the confidence that you had in just coming out and just speaking his mind yeah was pretty cool um we got the chalk bomb email if you guys need to subscribe to that chris do you know how people subscribe to the chalk bomb i could not talk you through that <laughs> if you had a gun to my head <laughs> Neither could your brother. <laughs> so you're you're about even with me. You aren't 2.0 there. <laughs> I, I think you have to sign up on the uh, website, but then you have to... Don't put your hands over your mouth when you're recording a podcast. I'm sorry, I don't do this every day. Say it again. I think you have to sign up on the website. What's the so website? They, tourjunkies.com. Uh-huh. How do you sign up on the website? I think there's a link somewhere uh-huh. along the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> i'll speed this up a little bit uh you go to the contact us page fill out the contact us tell us you want the chalk bomb then you're going to get an email back from us you need to check the opt-in yes i need the chalk bomb in my life and we'll get that to you it's been pretty good last couple weeks so you're going to want that for the fedex cup playoffs. so the chalk bombs out the Ryder cup brookline t-shirts There's very few of those left. You need to get one of those. They are amazing. Those are on the website, tourjunkies.com. And leave us an iTunes review. If you've been winning some money, you know, you got some green screens, you enjoy the podcast, leave us an iTunes review. We would really appreciate that. And if you've left us one in the past, I'm not sure because Apple is as mysterious as the Illuminati, but at some point, even though you've left one, you can leave another one or you can, like, refresh it or something. So try that. We would appreciate that. iTunes review, that would be good stuff. I will say this, Chris's golf bag is a disaster. It's like, Pat, this is what it's like. It's like you went to the PGA show and stopped by every vendor and just got one club from each manufacturer. There's like a, a power built pitching wedge, a top flight sand wedge, a, ping, a few ping eye three irons, a putter that says big red on it. It literally says "Big Red." I'm embarrassed to have a tour junkie's head cover on top of this guy's golf clubs. He's got a, well, he's got see. a new he's got a new TaylorMade in there. I know that. There is a he, there is a brand new mate. What do you mean, start Pat me? any your Ryder Cup takes? Y'all are the ones that I wasn't at dinner with y'all. How am I supposed to have the freaking Ryder Cup takes? <laughs> Anything changed? Uh, hey guys, um, we had some Ryder Cup takes at dinner um you did so let's talk you about have dinner this dinner with? all right pat what are your thoughts i wasn't at freaking <laughs> dinner i don't know what your rider cup takes were Who, who'd you have dinner with pat i ate dinner by myself waiting on y'all to do this freaking podcast Sorry. why did you have dinner by yourself nobody wanted to have dinner with me <laughs> oh, that's the saddest thing i've ever heard <laughs> That's as sad as Chris's dog whining at the door. I was doing research for the show. I was just trying to get it over with. You guys were gallivanting around Charlotte. We were gallivanting. So, oh man! By the way, the basically every female at the restaurant wanted Chris. Oh my Every word. single one of them. The hostess, the girl that like gave us our waters to start, then the waitress hit on Chris the entire time. I have never eaten dinner with another human being that's been hit on as much as Chris Perry. Are y'all done? Or you got <laughs> something else? <laughs> um, do you have anything else? I'm fine. I mean, if I'm a listener, I'm sitting there like, "What? where is this going? I want to hear about the course. I want to hear about picks. I, I don't know. Okay. But you guys are just lollygagging around. You're probably right. You're probably right. Go ahead and hit our listeners with a course breakdown for Ridgewood Golf Club. It's an amazing place. Can I do that? Can I start? All right, good. So, yeah, we're at the Northern Trust this week. Chris, what the heck? In Paramus, New Jersey. Stop talking while I'm doing this. Uh, At Ridgewood Country Club, as you mentioned, this is a Tillinghast design. Back in 1929, this is an old course Classic course. I wasn't about the Ryder Cup. Hello. Are you done talking? Are you done talking? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I thought I was on mute. Anyway, so old classic course. You know, I texted with a player this week, somebody who is in the field, and that is exactly what he said. He said it's just a straightforward classic course, no tricks. Fantastic course. He loved it. Now, I will say, um, a lot of rough on this course. I think the rough is definitely high around the greens, also off the fairways. Pretty long course. It's a par 71, playing almost 7,400 yards. Um, this is the fourth time they have played this well, course Penny, in the rotation Pennywise, for so. this tournament. You had 2008 where VJ Singh won, 2010 where oh, Matt Kuchar Patty won, and, and then 2014 so. with Hunter Mayhem. Hunter Mahan. 120 in the field I'm right saying. now as we speak. Uh, there's been a few so people that are out. God, I wish y'all would stop talking. Henrik Stenson withdrew today. You have uh, Bud Colley who was in the top 125, but he's obviously not playing because he's still hurt. Um, couple interesting things you got a drivable par 4 on the 12th hole uh, so that'll be interesting to look at um, grass surface you got bent grass greens they are going to be playing extremely fast very undulating on these old courses and that's just what you normally see with Tillinghast um, the par 3's are fantastic here you got 3 par 5's they're all Layton playing very bad. difficult fantastic. they're not all reachable please stop talking Are you are you done? I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, um, you know, it's one of those courses. I, I think it's you can go with driver if you want to. You don't have to go with driver. You can you can club it down. So it's gonna. I think a lot of players are in play here. Uh, smaller greens here, so as usual when we get smaller greens, I like to look at proximity. That's one of my stats that Are I they like. Also, greens. strokes gained off the tee and scrambling is huge this week on these tough, you know, areas around the green. So there you go. This is the worst Are you done? course breakdown in the history of Georgia Keys <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That was good, man. That was really good. I, I caught a lot of that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm basically targeting guys who hit the ball a long way. It's a long golf course. You got – yeah, I went and looked up on Fantasy National. Your average approach distance was like between 175, 200 yards on these par 4s. Par 5s are super long, barely reachable in two even for the Bombers. I'm going for the long hitters. I'm going for the scramblers, um, and obviously ownership's a big deal too. You, you only got like 120 players, 121 players. Top 70 and ties make the cut. Higher percentage of guys getting through, so you're gonna you're gonna want to you know you got you gotta have some leverage in there somewhere. So if you've got a bunch of chalky guys, it's not gonna work. You're gonna need some leverage. So I'm looking at that, and I do agree with your scrambling take. I definitely agree with that. I think. I think being able to get up and down from these tough Tillinghast greens, as you mentioned, is a factor. And just like last week, I think the playoffs and how these guys are seated is going to make a difference as well. You got top one twenty-five eligible this week, top one hundred next week. So, you know, guys that are on that bubble, I think you're going to need to uh, need to make sure they play well. So, going to need to check sportscom as always for. Your ownership projections come Wednesday night. is also gearing up for football season. So if you happen to uh, to do any fantasy football, which a lot of you guys do, hey, go get the dog. She's getting picked up by an owl. She's getting picked up by a bird of prey. <laughs> there's there's falconry going on right now outside. Wait, Jesus, go get the dog. She's going to be picked up. Um, uh, yeah, so if you play fantasy football, Fanshares Sports definitely has – some some data for you there that dog is gonna die that dog is gonna die it's, it's not outside we need to we need to send a picture of chris's dog on twitter we can do that hey speaking of fantasy football you guys have a big draft coming up this weekend right we do have a big draft weekend coming up pat you ready for that where are you drafting what position are you drafting uh, i'm in the sixth spot any good uh any memorable draft stories from the- <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that oh, all gosh. day long.
1: You the know funny one was- I
0: remember from last year, actually, was this house that we rent every year for the draft, and we go down to Tybee Island. It, I don't know if I should provide too much details, but we have a, a nice little pool. I think it's a saltwater pool. Uh, it's a good house, enough to fit twelve guys, and let's just say it was around mid-afternoon or so. Um, I'm probably <laughs> exaggerating that about a little bit. it was probably maybe like eleven a.m. It was mid-morning. I think I know where you're going. With this <laughs> I think it was actually mid-morning, <clears throat> Pat. You're not doing yourself yourself any favors here. No, this is how this weekend goes. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. So we're all in the pool, and Pat went into the house to go fix what I'm sure was a vodka something or other, and he proceeds to start heading down the stairs, and he his feet literally came up from underneath him, <laughs> and he slid sideways down the stairs, and it was cartoon-like. <laughs> <laughs> And all I remember is just just bouncing, just un uncont- he couldn't control himself <laughs> down the stairs. And he just there's a there's a gate at the end of the stairs like a baby gate. It, and now that I think about it, there's no other reason to have that gate other than to prevent what ha- had actually happened. It was, to ga- it was a door, not a it's gate. It's a door it was like- at the bottom of the gate, I mean of the stair. <laughs> Why would you have that? I don't know. Well, well I it busted stopped his all. So that was good. <laughs> so thank goodness it was there. Um, but, I mean, it's one of those things you kind of had to be there to see. But it, yeah, was, yeah. it was pretty funny. Right, Pat? Yeah, I mean, it was funny. I mean, I still have <laughs> a bone bruise from it a year later. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh. There's been a lot of stories from this draft that, that we we are not able to tell. But hmm. what was the? Um, well you hit that that course that inside course information that you got earlier today on uh, on on Ridgewood. What? Did you didn't you get some inside information on Ridgewood that you mentioned earlier? No, I just mentioned I texted a player and he, it was very benign i mean it was just you know talking about how you know it's a it's a great old-fashioned course and uh no tricks it's all there right in front of you and uh it's a tough course a lot of rough yeah yeah we also got a text from a caddy that's out there that said it was playing pretty long um like to go like the guys who could hit it a long way mentioned the um definitely talked about missing greens that would be you know scrambling would be important so i just want to reiterate that after the pat falling down the stairs story before we move on all right uh 10k and above dj jt just jason day brooks kepka and eldrick taunt woods are your top players on draft kings um what do you think pat what you gonna do man well, I even though he's you know the highest price guy I'm all in on DJ this week, I love him. you know, checks the box and strokes getting off the T. Also you know approach. He's number one in the field in proximity. Uh, his form has been fantastic. I just don't see how you can uh, just avoid him at all. so I do like some DJ. Other than that, I st- I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with Kepka. I mean I think you go you, and, until he proves otherwise, you got to go with him almost every single week. Another bomber should play this course well. Obviously, the form is fantastic. Off the tee, he's always good. His scrambling is actually pretty good, you know, which is which? kind of... I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that he would check that box, but he does. So, I do like some Brooks Kefka at 10-5. You know what, Tiger, it just... I just... I know he's tough to fade, but I'm going to fade him this week. I think he's going to be high-owned. Um... He checks almost every box that you can look at except for off the tee, and when you got these this rough out there that is penal, we we've heard that from people who are at the course. I think it's gonna be trouble for Tiger, so I am going to fade Tiger this week at ten one. Chris Thoughts? Well, I really dislike Kepka this week. What? Sorry, Pat. No, and sorry, David. I like Kepka too. Why would you dislike Brooks Kepka? Well, you better have a good explanation for this. No, I do, and it's actually an explanation that you give often, DB, and thats I don't think he's going to give an F about this tournament this week. Ooh. Somebody's been listening. I think think he cares about the FedEx Cup, but I don't think he cares about this tournament because he doesn't need it. That's interesting. I mean that's the argument you always give for him, and I honestly think that that's actually a pretty damn good argument. So that, that's what I'm going with. That's pretty smart, Chris. You're you're a smart guy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like Kepka. I, I do feel like he's gonna give give a rip. Um, Kepka's really the only guy I like here. That's the only guy I'm playing. So it's, well, you still have to position yourself well. I mean, even though he's he easily in all the way up until the you know, the tour championship, you still want to be in a good position when it comes to points and everything, because you could, I mean, if he dominates these tournaments going up into it, I mean, he could easily win it. So I don't think, I don't know if that's an actual reason to fade him. Yeah. I kind of think for the FedEx cup, you, you definitely, even if you're Brooks Koepka, you still, you care more than, this is the RBC Canadian. I know, but I think that he truly just cares about the majors and probably the Ryder Cup. I think he's more of a traditionalist in that way. And I think he said that, even on the interview with you guys, that you just re-released this week. I think he wants to win the freaking player, the FedEx Cup, and $10 million. Yeah, he definitely (laughs) does. Um, I'm with you there. All right, 9K range. I'll start. I got two guys here. The first guy, I like Francesco Molinari. Even though I like bombers on this course, I'm going to get back on Francesco. I wasn't really on him for the PGA, but he played well, finished T6 there. Love the long iron ability of Francesco Molinari here. So Italian Bill Haas, hottest form arguably uh, in the world. I'll ride some Francesco. But my favorite play in this range at 97 is John Robb. Really, really pulling for Rom here. Um, I know he's working on some things. Um, I I know he's working on kind of controlling some of the emotions on the on the golf course. He's got all the skill that he needs to be the top player in the world. So um, I I I love John Rom's ability for Ridgewood, and I'm all in on Rom threat at 97 Hundy. So he's my favorite, and then Francesca Molinari. Pat, what say you? Wow, so, yeah, I'm totally with you on Molinari. I think he's just an easy play, an easy cash play if you just want to just lock him into your lineups. it's a great price at $9,500. He's obviously great off the tee you've got to hit fairways he's been just in fantastic form so I don't I don't think there's any argument I can make against Molinari I think he should be a core play love where you're going with Rom I think this is where he kind of starts back in sort of making his name known as far as you know he's I think he could win this week we're getting into the Ryder Cup like you said he's starting to kind of he wants to sort of keep those emotions in check I think this is a great course for him He checks the box and scrambling uh, as well, which we know is big this week. So I do love him. I like Justin Rose also just above him. I think he's a great play, checks the box and scrambling off the tee and strokes gained approach. Just been fantastic all year. I know he's had – there was a little bit of concern before the PGA Championship on an injury, but I don't think that was a big deal at all. And he came out there and and played – Pretty well with a top 20 finish at the PGA, so I do like some Justin Rose also. I like all those plays. I will offer up possibly a fade, and that would be Webb Simpson in this range. Ooh, a fade call. I like that. And I think because he's played a lot lately, and he's just obviously made the Ryder Cup team. He knows he's made it. Uh, He had a good week this week at the Wyndham, Um, but I think... We could see maybe a bit of a, you know, step back this week. I don't mind that fade. I don't. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, not okay. a bomber either. I don't mind it. All right, eight K range. Let's go, Pat. What you got? All right, so the eight K range. You know, I'm got to go with my boy Patrick Cantlay at 8600. Yep. I think he's just a fantastic play. You look at his recent form; it's great. He was uh, he had a top twenty five finish at the PGA Championship, T six at the Bridgestone, top fifteen at the Open Championship. Has just been playing fantastic. Fits this course well. Um, you know, he. I just I, I think Cantlay is should be probably one of the one of one of the favorites this week. I like him so. Um, he's one of my plays. Uh, also like Coocher. At eighty two hundred, what now look, you know? Oh. What we here's a deal. We've talked about this guy. He is one of the guys that we don't like as a Ryder Cup pick right now. But that's one of the reasons I like him. I think he's wanting to prove himself this week to be on that Ryder Cup team. Eighty two hundred, I think, is a fantastic price. If you look at this tournament in two thousand ten, he won on Ridgewood. So mm-hmm. on this course, he has won before. So I like that as well. He didn't win in 2010. Hunter Mahan won in 2010. No, Hunter Mahan won in 2014. David. Oh. Uh, good. good. i was just make sure you're on your p's and q's there. Matt Coocher <laughs> won in 2010 <laughs> on you know Ridgewood Matt, Country Club. You know, and what he checks the box and scrambling also. So I think that I think Cooch is a play this week. I like him a lot at 8200. So I will play him. Um, who else I got here? I like Terrell Hatton. At 10th at the PGA Championship, so he's been playing fairly well. You know, he was twenty eighth at Bridgestone, whatever. But I like some hatting down there at the eighty at that eighty one hundred price range. You know what Matt Kuchar reminds me of? What? A used car salesman. You know who <laughs> else reminds me of used car salesman? Life insurance agents. Life I was just insurance. About to say, I don't think he's a used car salesman. I think he's a life insurance salesman. That's exactly right. And life insurance agents can be a pain. You got to deal with an agent. You got to deal with all that crap going on. You got to schedule blood tests at the doctor's office. You got to read over all the paperwork filled with all the fine print, all the legal stuff. Think of all the things you work hard for to provide for your family, your home, your college education, your lifestyle, like Pat and his gated community stuff. How do you make sure all those things are still possible if something unexpectedly happens to you, Chris? What if something unexpectedly happened to you right now? What if you got picked up by an owl, like your dog, and whisked away, (laughs) you know? Now, with the Ethos application, it only takes 10 minutes online to do the application. You get honest, upfront pricing, no doctor's appointments for policies under $1 million. So like I said last week, Pat can leave... Lovely Sally, nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars, and not have to not have to do a doctor's appointment, and he have to tell the doctor about all of his issues. You know what I mean? So it's it's pretty good. So get your free quote, submit your complete application. In just ten minutes at tourjunkies.getethos.com. One more time, that's tourjunkies.getethos, dot e t h o s dot com. Matt Kucher can sell you some life insurance. That guy can sell some life insurance, yeah. no doubt. He's a terrible play. I hate him. Who do you like, Chris? In the AK range. Um, I kind of like Patrick Reed. Oof. Okay. I think eighty four hundred is a decent price for him. I think Zach Johnson's way overpriced at eighty seven hundred. Agree. Chris bringing the fades tonight. That's, uh, yeah, I can fade him. I like it. I like it. I agree with the Cantley play from Pat. I, I like Patrick Cantley a lot. It's hard for me to not play him. Just a ball striker. You know, you're going to have some, like I've said, you're going to have some 175, 200-yard approaches into these small greens with a lot of undulation. I think Patrick Cantley makes a lot of sense here at 86. Here's one I like, and he's flashing some form, and... A little under the radar. Ball striker, Hideki Matsuyama. Mmm. Rounds of 69, 68, 64, and 65 this past week at the Wyndham. 20 birdies and an eagle. I think, uh, I think Hideki's close. I think he's close to kind of bringing it back. I mean, we really haven't seen him do much of anything since the U.S. Open. He finished tied for 16th at the U.S. Open. But, you know, it just hasn't been... It's been a little bit of a lackluster year for Hideki, so... I really like some Hideki Matsuyama. I'll be interested to see what his ownership is. And then right there above him at Adam Scott. I think that's... um, Yeah. What do you think, Hideki? Let's get a weekly Pat ownership projection on Hideki Matsuyama in large GPPs. Uh, I'd say like 12%. Okay. That's actually pretty... I mean, I think that's... I think, that's I think Scott will be actually a little bit higher. You think so? Mm-hmm. Even after Hideki's week at the Wyndham, you think everybody's just going to think about Scott the week before? Yeah, I do. I agree with that. Ugh. I'll tell you what's yeah, interesting is this, this um, and, and something I think to look at is this 8,400 to 7,900 range where you've got Reed, Casey, Cooch, Hatton, Bubba, and Norin. Only one of those guys made the cut at the PGA Championship, and that was Hatton. Huh. So I think, you know, there's, there's that's an interesting range right there where there's some guys that are, are coming off a miscut, you know, that this recency bias that we always talk about um, where you might get some good value. So something to look at, like fancier sports come Wednesday – Um, to see where the ownership is because i think you know everybody has that recency bias you got a guy like casey right there at 8300 um if he's projected to be pretty low owned i mean this could be a good course for him so um so we'll see all right let's look at the 7500 hundred dollar range and above so 7500 up to alex noren at 79 pat who you like well, I love Ian Poulter here at 7600. I think he's a great play. Um, checks the box on scrambling, also approach. His recent form has been been fantastic. He just got overtaken by my man Thunderbear Thorbjorn Olsson in the eighth slot. I believe it's the eighth slot for the Ryder Cup team for Europe. You know he has that motivation. He is. Just has to be on that team. He will kill to be on that team. So I think that Ian Poulter is a great play there at seventy six hundred. He has to want to prove himself this week to get on that team. So I, I will play him a lot. Also, like last week, a big fan of Rafa Cabrera Bello. His form has been good. Checks a box off the T. I like that price at seventy nine hundred. He's been scoring lately, so I will take him. You know what? Who's d- just the polarizing guy here that I'm not really sure who I want to if I want to take him or not? And that's Gary Woodland. You know, he's his scrambling is awful; it's terrible. But everything else is good for him, you know. And I think it's a good price. So I don't know. I kind of wanted your thoughts, actually, David, on on Gary Woodland because I'm I'm torn right there. Um, I'm out on Gary. I can't get the guy right right now. Um, I I do I do think from a price standpoint it's interesting, but I mean a lot of guys feel like a good value in this stacked field. I'm out on Gary. I'll, I'll fade him. Don't like the short game, and I think short game is going to be important here. Uh, Ian Poulter is 21st in the Ryder Cup standings. By the way, uh, Thorbjorn is sixth. So I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if you're looking at like. 2016's Ryder cup standings or what exactly i don't know i saw something i thought i don't know um all right i like cabrera bello but the guy that i like the most in this range is easily easily xander schauffele all in on xander this week love the bomber you know, turns it on for these big events. Definitely in Ryder Cup discussion right now. I mean, if it were up to me right now, I would I would pick Xander and Kisner. I think Xander is very much in the discussion along with the and Kucher and Kiz um, in terms of Ryder Cup picks right now. So, I think Xander makes a makes a lot of sense at Ridgewood and makes a lot of sense this time of year. So he's my go to right now. Directv Perry. Well, it's interesting, this this whole 7,000 range, because it's all a lot of guys that are scrambling to make the Ryder Cup team. And so, for me, I'd be jumping a lot of those guys, actually. I mean, it's Noren, Cabrera Bello, Shoffley, Mm -hmm. Poulter, and even you go below the 7,500 range, which we're going to talk about in a second, obviously, with Kisner and a couple others. So... I'd be jumping on those guys. I mean, they're all sort of right there in that range, and I think they're going to be playing to make that Ryder Cup team, and they're going to be playing hard. So you don't have any picks, or just those guys? Well, yeah. So Noren, Cabrera, Bello, Shoffley, and Poulter in that seventy-five hundred okay. and above. Okay. All right, seventy-four hundred to seven K, a little bit bigger range. Pat, once you start us off. What did you say? (laughs) (laughs) I said, why don't you start us off with the 7,400 and below? Wait, hold on. Before we do that, what's the podcast juice tonight, Pat? I don't think we talked about that. No, we didn't. I got a little glass of rosé. Yeah, by the way, your brother... Whispering angel. Your brother ordered (laughs) ordered rosé tonight at the restaurant. Ordered Whispering Angel Rose. That's some good stuff. At the restaurant tonight. And I thought. All right. Let's move. I'm on. with you, Pat. Love you, bro. Uh, all right. So, um, by the way, I think, you know, we didn't. I think Stuart sinks a play at 7,500. I know you said Hey, sir, are you could... not going to ask us what our podcast juice is? Oh, what is y'all's podcast juice, guys? Vodka. All right. Well, let's go here. Um,. <laughs> Stuart Sink I like, by the way, it's 7,500. I okay. didn't mention him, but um, checks who the box who scrambling approach. Kyle Stanley is one of my favorite plays mm. here at 7,300. Love him. Checks the box, strokes game, around the green, off the tee approach. He was second at the Bridgestone. I think a lot of people are going to be off, of, off him because he burned him at the PGA Championship. Um, but I think he's going to come back this week and have a good week. So I do like some Kyle Stanley. You know what? I gotta mention Kiz. I don't even know why you'd play him. I don't understand. I mean, like it's so off and on with him. I, I think Ryder Cup is the only reason you play him because he definitely wants to be on that team. He's not checking a whole lot of boxes for me, but I do think Kiz is going to come to play this week at seventy three hundred. I think that's a pretty good price for him. Also, Kevin Tway at seventy one hundred. Actually, in sneaky good recent form, sex of box and scrambling, so I like some Kevin Tway. And you know what? Another guy in some sneaky good form is Danny Lee, down there at the bottom of this range at 7,000. You know what? I was surprised to see that he's actually been playing pretty well lately. So there you go. Hmm. I'm not on any of those guys. Not to, name all the popular players you want to pick. Oh, oh, them's fighting words. Um, all right. Well, I do like Kisner this week. You know, he he knows he's got to show up at these these next two events if he wants to if he wants to make the last run at the Ryder Cup. Um, so I'm on Kis at 73. I'm going to keep riding the the form with CT Pan at seven thousand. I mean, C.T. Pan, with the driver in hand this past weekend, was in total control and freaking nutting them Until all over 18. the golf course. Except for the last hole. Well, except for the last <laughs> hole, yeah, not on 18. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, I, I think it's 7,000. That's a that's a pretty sneaky value. Um, so I'll buy into the recency bias there. And then I'm, I'm going back to Keegan Bradley. I mean, the guy's been playing really well. The Tita Green game is there. I think this is an interesting spot for him. I think seven thousand is a good value. He's a scorer, so Keegan Bradley's my boy. I, I got. I'm. I'm feeling it. I'm back on the Keegan Bradley train. So those are my three: Kisner, Pan, Bradley. Chris. Well, I got a couple takes here, and they're not necessarily DFS takes, but it's mainly on. I'm going to take a little Ryder Cup angle here, and it's with Kisner and actually Mickelson as well, and they're both in this range. I'm going to bet the Tour Junkies right now, and y'all can come up with one of your crazy-ass bets, that Kevin Kisner is going to make this Ryder Cup team. I truly believe that, and I think that it, he's gonna. it's going to be a takeoff of his President's Cup participation. Um, he's obviously got a lot of great camaraderie with a lot of these guys, and I think that's extremely important to this team. I think they finally realized that that's what it's all about. I mean, there is some obvious relation to form, but I think the team makeup is extremely important to this team, and I think Kisner gives that to them. I think that he stayed with a lot of these guys during the Open was a huge deal, and I just do not see That he doesn't make this team. So I don't know what the bet's gonna be, if y'all wanna make the bet, but I'm gonna bet that he is going to be on this Ryder Cup team. So that's one. And the other thing is, are we really sure that old Philly Mick is gonna be on this team? Because he isn't. Yes, we are. We are? Yes. For maybe the same reasons that I just mentioned. Yeah. And experience and all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's going to be on the team. Don't you, Pat? Yeah, he's going to be on the team. I don't see any possible way he's not. Yeah. I think he's so far entrenched in it that I I agree, but it does cause a little bit of pause that he's really not in good form at all. All right. Uh, 6K range. I got five guys. Do we have to go here? Yeah. Five guys. There's a, a lot of guys play some here, of these so boys. you have to. Yeah, I'm going I'm to play some of these boys for sure. I'm going to go Harold Varner. Love the form. Love the distance. I believe this is his first time in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Love the drive out of that boy. Chris Kirk. I mean, what can you do about Chris Kirk? Like, the dude is as steady as it comes right now. Cut maker. Playing well. Ball striker. Uh, 6,800. Love it. Andrew Putnam. I'm hopping back on Andrew Putnam, 6,600. Won a couple weeks ago uh, at the Barracuda. I think that was a Barracuda. Wasn't that right? The Stableford event. I, I just think he's an interesting play. Um, Brian Harmon at 6,500. That is really low for Brian Harmon. I know his form is awful, but I think – and he's not a bomber, and I'm, I'm leaning bombers, but I think Brian Harmon is – Good enough around the greens. He's a good enough ball striker. He's going to keep it in the fairway. I just think 6500 is really, really cheap for a guy like him who's competed in U.S. Opens. He's won on the P.J. Tour. And then finally at $6,300, how can you avoid the bomber, the aggressive Keith Mitchell? I mean, when 70 of 120 guys are making the cut, you know, I think you take a chance with some of the aggressive guys who are going to really go for greens, who are going to score, and that's what Keith Mitchell does. So, in the 6K range, those are my boys. Pat, we have any overlap there, or you you got all well, different well, guys? We What's do up? have some overlap for sure. I mean, definitely HV3 for me. I love him this week at 6900 I think it's a great price. Also, Chris Kirk, I'm with you there. I'm surprised you didn't mention Joel Damon. I mean, the guy is just, I mean, across the board, around the green, off the tee. Um, strokes gained approach, number one in the field over the last 24 rounds, 13th in the field in proximity. So I think Joel Damon is a great play at 6800 Also, like Abraham answer just always seems – nobody ever seems to want to talk about this guy. But he's been playing fantastic. And he's, you know, off the tee, he's sixth in the field. Um, You know, he's just been playing great. So I think he is a good play at 6,700. Another guy down there cheap, Nick Taylor at 6,400. He's been hot lately. And you know what? He kind of played himself into this. And so I think he's going to want to make the most of it. Uh, so I do like that. I think that, you know, again, a guy that just battled to make it into the top 125. He's motivated. I, I love it. So I'm going to play some Nick Taylor at 6,400. And I guess that's about it. That's about all I've got down here in this range. Chris? Well, I can't believe that you didn't go with your boy, Pat, Interbon, with Ugh, ugh. Your boy, how could you not pick him? He sucks. I don't really like him this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to most listeners, though, he's the guy that you've been hot on. Other than that, I mean, I'm going to stick with my lead in, which is, ugh. Do I have to go into this range? Mm, I think you can. I think this no, week, actually, there's some decent value here, so it's yeah. Fun terrible I, I think you can definitely play some of these top tier guys and get into this range for sure like i said 70 of the top 120 and there's only 120 players and yeah maybe 75 77 make the cut so you can get guys through but you got to have leverage you, you got to have guys that are lower on for sure so i do love the Putnam pick thank you get a pretty good week at uh Windham, so there is some value for sure um Before we talk about one and done, we did talk a little bit about the NFL that's upcoming. And we're getting close to the return of college football. Two weeks, Georgia game. Two weeks, Georgia game. The beginning of the national title season for the Georgia Bulldogs. Chris, don't say anything. Uh, NFL season's obviously coming. Vivid Seats wants to help you find your seats to the action. If you're a diehard college football fan, NFL fan, whatever... Vivid Seats is going to get you in the game. We're, we're really pumped to partner with somebody like Vivid Seats just because people that listen to our show, they, they want to go to events. They want to go to sporting events. They want to get in front of the action. So Vivid Seats is giving Tour Junkies podcast listeners an exclusive discount off their first order. Go to VividSeats.com or download the app. And from now until the end of August, just a couple more weeks, you can enter promo code Junkies, all one word, for 10% off your first order, that's for new customers only. There's no better way to celebrate the return of football than being right there in the crowd, and Vivid Seats helps you get there. Go to Vivid Seats and enter promo code Junkies to receive 10% off your first ticket order. Big shout-out to Vivid Seats. I would love to make uh, my way to the first my first game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, maybe, to go see the Falcons play. The Falcons got a good chance, I think, this year. Or, obviously, you can go to a Georgia game and see Georgia whoop up on... Whoever they play. Maybe Auburn one day down the road this year. Chris and VividSeeds.com can help you get there. Promo code: War Junkies. Pat, are you ready for one and done? Yes, I am. After last week's debacle. (laughs) Yes, uh, I am $12,000 behind you now in the one and done. Who are you going to take? I've got two guys. John Rahm and Francesco Malinari. That I have not taken, and I am going to go with John Rom. Oof, oof. I think there's a little bit of risk there, but I like it. I don't think so. I, I love, I love him from a DFS play. If I hadn't already used him, I'd, I'd be interested in that. I am actually going to go Xander Shawfley. Haven't used Xander yet. Really like him here. I'm going Xander. Pat, did you enjoy this podcast? No, not really. <laughs> oh, come on, come on, man, come on, buddy. No, wouldn't you didn't have pants. fun with me and your brother, your flesh and blood. This is the I first time we've the, done it. To I, I think when pay. the when the history books are written and they go back and talk about the Tour Junkies podcast, this is going to be the ranked near the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they that hit straight to the heart. Yeah, ah, dagger. They can't all be home <laughs> runs, Pat. You got to hit <laughs> singles every now and then. You got to you know take a base on balls. You're you're getting to do a podcast with a, a guy that you shared a sack with one day when <laughs> long ago. You guys were in a sack together. Do you remember okay. that? No, I don't remember. Well, that. you need to. You need to remember that. You need to treat your brother with a little more respect. Love you, bro. Hard emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Uh, I'm literally hearing you laugh and I can't tell if it's you or him and I'm looking at you and I still can't tell if it's it's you or him. You guys just sound like you're talking to yourself the whole show. Uh, Can we end this? No, Pat. Why are you so grumpy? I need to go to bed. It's freaking late. Why do you need to go to bed? What are you going to do? Alright, let's do the whole tour junkies out thing so no, that we I refuse. can get it. We we need to we need to keep this going. This is too good. Isn't is saying goodbye to people like the most awkward thing ever? Like if you talk about the like the most awkward things that ever happen in your life, it's always either getting off the phone or saying goodbye or something. Like it's like the the worst thing ever. Like there there should be something created where you can just get rid of the awkwardness, like you just like you just say, and like like a <laughs> voice, and then like Wait, do that. Everybody idea. hangs up. What was that? <laughs> like if he did something, like every like it's the most awkward thing ever. Whenever you're saying goodbye or like getting off the phone, I mean, like there's nothing ever. Like somebody's like I don't I don't want to say goodbye first. Well, maybe he says goodbye first, or I don't. I mean, it, it's just there's so many different scenarios, and it it drives me crazy. Like I just want to hang up on people. Do you want to hang up right now, Pat? Yes, I want to hang up right now because I'm I'm very feeling awkward. All right, hang up. <laughs> Pat, I think you hung up. Pat, buddy. I think that's it. All right, I think he hung up. I think he's done. All right, thanks for tuning in to the Junkies uh, podcast on this Monday as we look forward to the Northern Trust Open. I forgot the name of the tournament for a minute. All right, Directv Perry enjoyed it. It was fun. See you. say out Out. <laughs> out. Oh, that was good. Point out the colors of you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We wait to fly to partake in all this. Hey, we are here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is maybe the night that my might let me know. All the stars are closure, All the stars are closer. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. Maybe- With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.